So I wanted to ask you all what you think it means to be healthy. Just because... Healthy? Yeah, healthy. Because... Healthy. I mean, well, the media has, like, an idea of what being healthy yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In general, I, I guess people mean, like, physically healthy, I guess. Mm. I guess more people are starting to mean, like, mentally healthy. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But I think when more when people say healthy, people start thinking, you know, exercise. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Eating healthy and, like, what... That is yeah, yeah thought that of that <laughs> Well, I think the reason people think those things is because like the the fitness industry and then like the weight loss and like dieting industry has been like so successful and selling people like this particular idea of like what healthy means. It's yeah. like oh, you have to do this and this, and and doing so, it's become kind of like profitable to well, yeah, market healthy. It's like oh, you have to look like the people on these fitness magazines. Yeah, and you have to eat like them too, and you have to like buy these products, and like that's what I guess that's the picture that they're trying to paint. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's all I got what to say. Well, I, I I did want to contrast that too. What are your like personal definitions of like what healthy means? Like what mm. what would you understand as healthy? I mean, uh, what I understand as healthy is. I guess a little fluid, to be honest. Like, sometimes I'd be like, uh, you know, just whatever you feel is best. But then, like, you know, there's also, like, science about it, you know? Yeah. So I read that stuff, too. And sometimes, you know, you can't do, like, some stuff, like, you just, it's unhealthy to do, you know? Uh, Like, it it damages you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have, like, a, a definition of healthy. I don't really think about it that much, to be honest. How are you? A fitness healthy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes to the gym a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> he just goes to the gym. Um, you calling me out? You calling me out? <laughs> um, well, for me, I define health in, like, three aspects. Because, like, I had a health class in high school, and they explained it to me how health is three variables three variables okay. there's there's the physic the physical the mental and the social okay so social, social health that social is very did you think about that huh have you thought about social health social health what does that mean yeah social okay. slash behavioral i when what i think mean, about that, that mean? like people that are people that don't socialize that much they have difficulty socializing with other people and uh-huh. they have Whenever they encounter, whenever they try to um, approach other people, mm-hmm. they respond with anxiety, or they respond with with very deep skepticism. Because, but how is that different from like emotional health? Emotional well, I think health. They're all connected. Actually, they're all connected because yeah. because for example, wait, what it, was the three again? It's mental, mental, physical, physical, and social. Oh, and social. Oh, okay, word. Okay, and then what emotional like fit under mental? Under physical. Emotional. That's that's a more that's a mental. I feel like thing. That's a mental. mental thing. In order to do something truly healthy, you need to do something that can really like, <laughs> like just run the light just went off. We're haunted. Damn. Oh well. We're being Whatever. monitored. Go on. It's I ASU. ASU scared of us. Yeah. We're the enemy. <laughs> um. But I was like I was saying, um, 
you can do something that could be considered healthy, but it can also affect other things in your health triangle. For example, say um, people that I just know for me, I this is what I'm most like exposed to. But a lot of people that go to the gym are fucking they have mental problems. They have fucking mental problems Mm -hmm. because obviously they dedicate so much time to go to the gym in order to make themselves fit this fit this image that they want to fulfill Mm. but in actuality yeah they're physically healthier Mm. but they're sacrificing their mental health and their social health because Mm. also a lot of people that when you think of a fucking person that goes to the gym you think of some dumbass that all they talk about oh what do you bench bro (laughs) like they don't have any social like any social skills and i mean I'm sure that, that there's like a social component. To go there is there. some social component, but like, like being being like when you go to the gym for the first time, you're afraid of going to the gym. You're afraid of everybody there that's going to judge you. That's definitely an aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But if you dedicate your life to just the gym, um, you're just gonna uncomfortable outside the gym. Yeah, yeah. Where? Or people are gonna perceive you differently. It, I mean, yeah, they are. And, um, like, you are going to perceive yourself differently from other people. Yeah. Other people don't understand the grind. They don't understand the grind. They don't understand the grind, yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what I definitely think about, um, those three aspects. Those three, the triangle. The three sides of health. Well, the triangle. The triangle. (laughs) Health pyramid. Health pyramid. Is it pyramid? I hate pyramids. You hate pyramids? All you hate love, pyramids? I love, love marketing. That's Tupperware. Tupperware. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Tupperware? Tupperware. Herbalife. Herbalife. Herbalife is the big one in yeah. the community. Those, aren't those yeah. also like really? health products that they sell you, right? Huh? Yeah. We were talking about, we were on the topic of like health. Health, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's related. A, a lot of like the MLM stuff are, are actually like health products too. It's like, all like pseudoscience. Or essential oils, yeah. yeah. Essential that's oils. Essential yeah, that's like oils. Big one right now. They want you to be healthy. It used to be big, and then it went away, and then now it's big again. Essential oils? Essential oils, yeah. They used to be big back in the day, I think. Then they kind of went away, and then now they're back. You know, there's cycles. Yeah. Also, maybe a drink is next or something. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I, I do think it's interesting. You were talking about, like, People go to the gym too much, and that might be bad. Detrimental to like other aspects of their health. Yeah. yeah. Can you like OD on mental health? Like, is that even possible? Mm, I see what you mean. I mean, yeah, I think. Like, yeah, I saw, you could. I think like I, I think like those people are, like um they like are I, I don't know if you can OD right, but like it'll make you antisocial uh in in a way you know I feel like it's the same thing as um uh as the gym. Wait, what do you mean? Because like I feel like people the way the way the way that people take like mental health to the extreme. Wait, what? Yeah. What does that look like though? It's being like super spiritual and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. is, that, is that mental? That that like that's what they they think. You know, I think that's what it, it, it falls under. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like people that are very um, like like uh, gurus. like meditating gurus. gurus. Yeah, um, people like that. Yeah. You think that could be bad for them? Oh, overall? absolutely, and it could be bad for other people because they could start a cult. Yeah, yeah. Could you overdose on social health? Uh, 
Colts. You know, that's trivia. That's also awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like, you know, has those two intersect, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The cult. <laughs> Bad for your health. Social and uh, mental. Probably mm-hmm. physical as well. Yeah. yeah. True. Terrible. You pointed out the um, the article had like an interesting. Yeah. You had an article. Well, yeah, I did have an article. I was reading about like the fat liberation movement and how they interesting. had they had like criticisms with the um, like the health industry, and then so yeah. they they put out a like. Um, I feel like people take that too far sometimes, though. Too. What do you mean? The uh, fat liberation. Uh no, like the criticism of the of like uh, health industry of. Uh, Oh no, not the health industry. Medicine. Uh, medicine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? I mean, like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of like fat phobia in medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but there's also you know, real scientific experiments. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that's another interesting because you gotta actually read what they're saying. Like that's the problem, mm-hmm. and like how people don't have the expertise to read that stuff. Well, medicine, I guess, defines health in terms of. Like biological markers, like mm. like your cholesterol level, yeah, or your yeah. blood pressure, things mm-hmm. like that. And then you have to wonder: Does that coincide with like your definition of health? Like whether you're at mm. risk of certain disease? Is yeah. I mean, like all those things have to be taken into account in context, right? Like, but like that's the bad thing about that. Uh, like, I guess modern medicine doesn't do right. Like, um like cholesterol markers might be different depending on where you live mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like uh, uh like a high cholesterol uh might not mean that you're unhealthy uh because your overall diet is super healthy you know mm-hmm. and it's just high because you eat like yeah. blubber from uh like you know a uh, wells or something like the inuit you know what i'm saying yeah. uh so uh, like that's something bad that it does, right? But like, also like, if you live in like in a normal environment where those markers like make sense, then it's all like you know, mm-hmm. then like they they do have some value. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's Eurocentric. Yeah, but it's it, Eurocentric. It is, yeah, I was going but to they have value in Europe. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, like you can't use that example to say you know oh I can just eat whatever the fuck I want mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then you know wonder why you're unhealthy because <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah it's like uh, I feel like people maybe uh, use like criticisms to hide other stuff you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah but I, I I do think part of the critique is also that like the like the numbers right or measurements of like like physical things yeah has like no correlation to like your actual well-being like someone can have like good numbers but then they can just feel awful Awful yeah as a person it's like that have you ever seen that uh pumping iron no uh yeah pumping iron no no is that a documentary it's a documentary it wasn't pumping iron that's the arnold schwarzenegger one <laughs> which is not so great by the way but uh, yeah it, that one is a little bit different uh there's another one on youtube and and there's only uh, i only watched like a a small clip it might have been a vice thing vice uh, yeah but like they, they're following around this like uh weightlifter guy 
And he's like, oh, the worst part of my day is eating, you know. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, can't really have to eat again. And he's, like, complaining every time he eats because, um, oh, he eats, like, he has to hit certain levels of uh, yeah. macros, right? Like protein what the fuck? and like uh, and like uh, protein and, and fiber and all this stuff. So he's just eating like boiled chicken, like like t- like fucking twelve pieces of boiled uh, breast. Yeah. Chicken oh breast yeah. Yeah. And like just a fucking boiled fucking broccoli, and he's like like slamming it down. And he's, like, <laughs> what? And he's like, oh god, it's the worst. And he's like so full, right? But he has to keep eating because. Otherwise, you won't have enough uh, energy. E- energy, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, like that guy. Yeah, it's not. It's, that is yeah, not hell, right? That's not healthy at all. Uh, like that guy might have some good health markers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, <laughs> low, low BMI. Yeah, low BMI. <laughs> yeah. No, he probably would have high BMI because he's so fucking ripped. No, but I think it'd be low because it's like low body, body composition. Body but power. BMI tests uh like your weight uh, divided by your height and stuff. Oh it, yeah, is it? yeah. yeah. So like if you actually do the the formula with somebody that has a lot of muscle, they have a high BMI and it looks like they're obese. Yeah, I which I is do. like something that doesn't make any sense about it. Right? Oh, I mean low body fat percentage. Yeah, yeah low, body body fat low body composition. fat composition. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Although I do think it's interesting how like these uh like ideals of what like the male physique looks like like bodybuilders yeah. and or like even like actors who play superheroes like they have to like go to like such yeah unhealthy lengths to like actually portray this idea of like oh this is what mm-hmm. what it looks like to be healthy it's kind it's kind it's kind worse and worse right like yeah. uh, if you go back and like look at like what um what a fit actor looked like or in what, the like, 60s. The right? actors that played Batman. <laughs> yeah, the actors that played Batman. Like, fucking uh, William Shatner, right? Like, he, he was considered William to Shatner. be, he was considered to be, like, like a ripped, kind of, like, busted, right? We need to see a picture and of like, William Shatner. Oh, God, bro. Like, he looks like a regular guy. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Oh, God. Or, like, you could look at, um, like, Adam West's Batman. Yeah, uh, weird. Yeah, but that, that's another interesting thing. Is like this idea of like what's healthy isn't even. This is actually not healthy. ripped. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but in, in uh, for their in time the, in the in the movie, not not like that. Oh, this one. Yeah, they in like uh put the Star Trek. This. There you go. Yeah. It's not He's that buff. Buff. Yeah, but yeah. that's what peak performance looks. That's like. That's what peak performance looks like, bro. What the hell? Yeah. And it's so and, weird. Yeah. Wow. And if you look at like the original bodybuilders, like uh they just look like dudes that go to the gym a lot. Yeah. They don't look like huge monsters like they do now, you know. They do. I mean, but now like they use steroids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I did think it was interesting cuz like I was reading articles of like how like um Hugh Jackman or like Oh yeah. Um Chris Evans, like, they'd have to, like, dehydrate themselves, like, yeah. not drink any water, like, on set, they'd, like, almost, like, pass out, yeah. because they had to look, like, super shredded. No way. They had to look super shredded? They had to look super shredded, yeah. Damn. And so it's, like, it is, like... I mean, like, what's the, the other actor that's, like, crazy at, uh, play Batman? Oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. That guy, this I feel like, like a... he's, like, taking so many years off his life. But, I mean, he's rich, so you're probably recover um because he, he went from like being like overweight for one role to like right the next role to being like super skinny yeah oh, yeah the machinist he was like machinist, 100 pounds or something. yeah 
Yeah, wasn't he? Didn't he play? Wait, shit. Never mind. That's another actor. I thought he played um Dick Cheney, but no, I think he did. I think he yeah, did. he did. He did. For sure. Oh, really? Yeah. That movie wasn't hard enough on Dick Cheney, by the way. He needed to be more yeah. evil in it. <laughs> Damn, he was. If anything, like, it redeemed him, man. Yeah. Whack. She was way more ruthless. Shit. But. But, yeah, health. Yeah, okay. health. So, I'll, I'll read what the, okay. the fat liberation is. They, they called this the Fat Liberation Manifesto after okay. the Communist Manifesto. Weird. Okay. We, the fat underground, accused them, doctors, psychologists, and public health officials, of concealing and distorting the facts about fat that were contained in their own professional research journals. In doing so, they betrayed us and played into the hands of the multi-billion dollar weight loss industry, which exploits fear fear of fat and contempt toward fat people as a means to make more money. And then, this is what the rest of the article says. Fishman calls for transparency in the medical field, describing that the healthcare industrial complex has distorted facts about fat in order to capitalize on the vulnerable, marginalized fat body through the weight loss industry, ultimately exploiting fat bodies and breeding contempt and fear. Fat bodies become a form of capital, and buying into diet culture forces fat folk into a harmful cycle of exploitation that results in more money being made by the diet industrial complex. Our approach to weight loss and dieting has not changed much since 1973, but perhaps the most significant change is that fat folk are fighting back. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And there's this, uh, there's this interesting part about how, like, this is built into the the media that we consume. Mm. It says the subliminal messages we receive about acceptable bodies and deviant bodies start young, as children. We are told who holds most value due to representations on social media, in literature, on TV, and in film. These messages perpetuate diet culture because it is rare to see fat bodies, queer bodies, black and brown bodies portrayed at all, let alone in positive lights. For me, reading Tovar's Fat Manifesto added to the positive representation of fat Latinx women, yet even she struggled with the demands and pres- pressures of body image expectations. Nice. I mean, it's true. I feel like I agree with all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I did want to, I didn't want to bring this up because I think it leads into part of the, the film we're watching, or the film that we watched during our Oh, movie, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Nacho. 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 It's so funny. So but yeah, I mean, I can see how it relates. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jack Black has been fat forever. Mm. And he's still also... Is. Still, still is. Still is, yeah. And he's still jumping around like... Yeah. And he's he is the hero in this movie, <clears> but <throat> he's kind of seen as a joke throughout. Yeah, it's true. Um, he, does, he, does, he does do the... the Haha, ha, fat guy joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But isn't that's all his movies really? Uh, like I mean, I well, no, he has some. There's some soul. There's soul in all the Jack. Black there's, yeah, films. there's soul in like Archie. a lot of Jack Black movies, right? Like, but it does like it. It does uh like I feel like it's comedic. Of, yeah, there's always an element of that in these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he has to do it. I I mean I can 
as a fat guy, I can see why he does it because if you do it first, then you can get out of the yeah. way and, and then yeah, like actually do it, do do your other stuff. Yeah, uh, because because that's the first thing people notice. Yeah, it's people the first thing people notice exactly. And associate. Yeah, so like if you're like ah oh, haha fat guy yeah whatever dude I don't care mm-hmm. you know then like people uh like won't make fun of you as much yeah right mm-hmm. uh I mean I guess that makes sense in like in a social situation so yeah. I can see why he would do it you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah and and the Dick Cheney movie is him being like fat like ever brought up oh Dick Cheney I don't remember. I remember but he, that thing he had Dick health Ch- problems. Dick Cheney wasn't fat until he was old. Really? I'm pretty sure he wasn't fat when he was younger. Look him up. Do oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's no way. Well, yeah, I was wondering, like, are there are there roles where, like, there there are characters that are fat? Because I feel like not played off as a fat joke. old men get a pass. They don't. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. They're not considered. There's like, a, they're, especially they're if they age. became okay. fat. At all, in old age, there's a certain there's a certain privilege to be an old man. A man in general. Yeah. <laughs> Men are allowed to age. Yeah. Women aren't. I mean, just in general, you're allowed to be a fatter if you're a guy. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like when I when I when I lose weight, sometimes I'll still be fat, like because they're fat. But then people be like, "You're not fat at all. What are you talking about?" No. Oh, really? Yeah, and then uh, but like for women, they gain a little weight. People notice. Yeah. You know. That's true. It's yeah. like way more noticeable for women for some reason. But it's also people are watching women's bodies more. That's true. Just because of like yeah. society. Because we live in a society. Because we live in a society. Yeah. Happens worldwide society. Yeah. And look up Dick Cheney. How he did. Young Dick he's, Cheney. He's fine. He's skinny. Yeah. I told you. And like the know. regular American politician. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't seem like a person that Growing up fat. <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> and not that fat people can't be assholes, you know, but... Growing up as a chubby kid builds character. A little bit, yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> From my experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, di- I didn't get fat until I came to the U.S. I was skinny in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about it. It's an American, food, American diet, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> but now Mexico's getting isn't, yeah. Mexico's isn't Mexico's Mexico number one in obesity? They're yeah. now because thanks to fucking America, McDonald's. Yes, NAFTA. Thanks to NAFTA. 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 Fuck NAFTA. NAFTA. Fuck NAFTA. But beneath the clothes, we find a man. And beneath a man, we find his nucleus. Hello, everybody. What's good, y'all? the heat wave thank you for listening all right so today's episode is quite special it's spoiler alert early on because for the ones that haven't seen the legendary movie of natural Libre, you shouldn't watch you shouldn't listen because one it's not gonna make that much sense but 
too. It's a good movie. In some sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, alright. Just to get right into it. Right into it. Right into it. Let's go. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorites, too. But, Jens, you said that this is the first time you yeah, saw it. Yeah, that was the first, with Nacho, that was the first time I saw it. What, you, it, what do you think about is it? it? Is it your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think it's okay. When did, I, I, when did you watch it? How old were you? I don't know. I, I, my brother, he... It, it came out in 2006 or 2004. Okay. I think it, I watched it when it first came out. I feel like I I watched right. it like a year or two after it came out. How old are you? I was older. I was 15, okay. 16, 15, 14. I, I suppose it would have affected me more if I was younger and growing up. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah. That's definitely the thing about it. I, wait, were you, were you all like into wrestling growing up? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. never into. I was like not. Yes, into definitely. Wrestling. Oh my god. I mean, not 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 like uh, Mexican wrestling, yeah. but like uh, WWE, WWE, <laughs> Raw. Hell yeah, SmackDown. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I went to a. Sh- I I still even go sometimes. Really? So I went to. I went to before COVID. I went to a show right that that uh that year. Was it twenty nineteen? You you're still into. Like WWE. WWE. Yeah, it was. Wow. Uh, it was the. <laughs> Did you go out of it? It yeah, was. It was the. Um, it was the. Which one was it? Fuck. Uh, NXT or. No. It was one of the fucking. WrestleMania or mm-hmm. pay per view. It was one of the pay per view ones. Um, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. That's the one I went okay. to. It was tight. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. I mean, you just get drunk, you yell, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, it, you know it's fake, but, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's part of the fun. It's like yeah. going to theater, like, you know. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's tight. I like it. It's like a democracy. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, everybody's yelling and shit, you know, and everybody, like, talks to each other uh-huh. there. It, it's good. It's good community. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. But yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I thought there was, there was, there was like really like banger moments. Banger moments. One line <laughs> moments. Overall, Liners. I felt I felt okay about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that excited about. <laughs> All right. Well, Jens hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's trying to be nice to us. <laughs> All right. What was the worst part about it? Let's see. What was the worst part about it? Yeah. Mm. What, what, I wouldn't say the what most, was the cr- most cringe word. No, what's the cringe. most underwhelming thing? Because I feel like uh, maybe we hyped it up too much. Yeah. What was the most underwhelming stuff? Mm. I I guess for me it's just like not really my thing. I like I like <laughs> yeah. very like psychological movies. Mm. This is very um on the nose. Yeah. There's no there's no well, depth. I, I, think, I don't think I it's think, on I the think nose. There's some, there's some depth. There's some depth. Um, but like like what. But this, there were some interesting moments with like when he ate the like the eagle egg. I thought the eagle egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good moment. And also like when he went to the desert. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. when he went to the desert. <laughs> when, no, and wait, when his like uh he caught his he caught on fire. Like there's some like oh yeah metaphorical stuff. So it's like okay. This when is he flew, dude, and that was tight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just to give a, a brief synopsis, like I said, highly encourage you watching the movie because I'm going to give a really bad synopsis. <laughs> but um, 
So the movie is just basically about how Ignacio Nacho, the actor that the the character that Jack Black is portraying, he is uh he is this um a monk, yeah, a monk, um at a uh, at at a at a uh, a church in Oaxaca, and he is an orphan, like he got orphan he became an orphan like when he was like very little so he's been an orphan at that church the whole his whole life and he's always since he was little he always had the dream to become like a luchador but at that church um being a luchador is considered sin so he always got um bullied and ridiculed upon by the uh, the older monks um, to not pursue his dreams but when he got older when he became an adult he has like this he's like he's still treated like a shitty monk like he's like the lowest of the lowest monks in the in the um at the church because um he makes the food the food's like the the movie portrays the food like extremely bad <laughs> I don't, yeah, it does look kind of they make it look super bad but hey it's not that bad <laughs> I mean, you have a- like in real life, in real life, food would not be. Oh bad. yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they make it portray it look so bad. It's just, it's just regular um, mashed beans. But um, uh, like he takes care. He just basically does like the dirty work for the, for the church, and um, he, there's this like, there's this one day. Um, there's this. One a a nun from like some other uh, church or diocese gets transferred into the um to the, the 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 church that he's at, and her name is uh, Encarnacion, and like from that get go, Jack Black has or Nacho has been um like has fallen in love on first sight, and um. He also realized that at the same time he found out that there's an opportunity to become a luchador at the local um, town that the nearby town that the the church is by, and he recruited some some guy that was that's obviously unhoused. He's like he's obviously like climbing the roofs of buildings and, he's, and stealing food and stealing food, which is like absurd, but oh well. Um, like he recruits him because like he encountered him like stealing the food of the church one time and he was like fighting him pretty well. He was like wrestling him. Yeah. And um he recruited him and this guy like he's like, What the fuck? I don't wanna do this and then he tells him, Well, there's money and he was like, Sign me up. Yeah. And like from the get go, they they wrestle their first match, they lose that first match, they get money, and they they make the partnership. And um, they over, lose every match. They lose well, every single match. They lose one. every single match in the movie except the most important one. I don't. It's crazy. The last one. The last one. Yeah. Um, which is absurd, but oh well. It's, was it real? <laughs> is it real? It was it a dream? <laughs> was it a dream? <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that's a weird thing. Of the movie, but um, I think I think that was purposely. It's a sure. common trope. Uh, I'm re- I'm like watching an anime, 
And one of the characters, actually, that's his whole story. Really? Yeah, that he's like a perpetual loser. <laughs> uh, he's like the greatest loser. And at the end, I mean, he wins. He wins the last his last battle. I mean, what is it? Huh? What's the show? The show is called Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It, it is it's a, a Netflix original. It's pretty good. This is a Broadway blinder. It's like before you get one, you have to take a thousand losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not even. I'm not gonna uh, go on the synopsis. Yeah. Um, continuing throughout his journey to becoming the like the best lucha lord in the in the in the community, he um, fell in love with um, Encarnacion, and. Um, obviously he can't really express his love traditionally or affection for her because they both, um, they both, uh, like they're both in the church system. Yeah. yeah. Like the, they have to be celibate. Yeah. But also he, 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 at first he wanted to do it for fame, right? Wait, was it for fame? I thought it was to feed the orphans. No, I mean, at first he wanted to do, he wanted to be... Yeah, he wanted to be... Oh, he wanted to be a, a luchador anyway. Yeah. yeah, because he loved the fame. the fame, yeah. Yeah, but then he learned that it was for the love of the children, for the love of, like, God or whatever, yeah. that, <laughs> that, that he should uh, actually do it instead of doing it for himself, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's how he won. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, sorry. But, um, yeah, that's that's how typically just devolved into um i got i got a lot of notes written down on mm-hmm. this we we had like a mm-hmm. a movie night so we found out a lot of like specific details for analyzing this movie because this movie is a reflection of society <laughs> this movie is not it's not the marxist analysis it's n- this movie is not explicitly political this but this movie has a material base yes right? <laughs> yes <laughs> Both its political message and like it's you know regular. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Life is political. Yeah. Get over you know, it. We should have done a little balls. more research on like the writer. Oh, oh the was he a Mormon? No, no. Let me. Oh, let me. And the director. Okay, go on. I gotta. I gotta give my. Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. So, I I when when I thought of this episode, I forgot that I actually um. I wrote a class paper on this. Did you forget? I did. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, but the class paper was just analyzing, like, the gender aspect of it. Okay. But, yeah, gender really has, like, plays, like, a big role. In the movie. Yeah, Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, it does. But, um, yeah, this is what I wrote. Quote, The implications that this children's film that follows the truism that if you dedicate your time and your will to your dreams that will eventually come true has the social construct of gender and the concept of hegemonic masculinity is how Ignacio initially perceived and fetishized his dream to becoming a luchador. When Nacho was younger, he had a simplistic appreciation of his dream. He loved wrestling as an activity. But when Nacho became older and developed a greater understanding of how the world worked, he started appreciating the lifestyle getting attention from all the women and the ability to get whatever material possessions. This is the very definition of hegemonic masculinity, the idealized perception of what a successful man should be. 
Before personally meeting him, Ignacio used to de- idealize and admire Ramses, which is the like the enemy, the top luchador at the, the time. The top luchador at the time of the town. But also his, his ideal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He perceived him as he ad- idealized and admires ad- admires Ramses' lifestyle and famed and and fa- lifestyle and fame as a successful luchador perceived him as a superior, while never explicitly stating his inferiority. Nacho's desire for more and dissatisfaction with his current state of life is rooted in his emasculation, or lack of masculinity. While he later overcame his desire of becoming a wrestler for his hedonistic tendencies and self-aggrandizement, the challenge of his emasculation was a running theme throughout the film. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, I mean, uh, during our movie nights, somebody brought up that he, like, all the tasks that they made him do at the church, at the parish, uh, at the monastery, whatever, uh, were the women's tasks that the nuns would have been doing. Yeah, there was only one nun, but there was no nuns. Aside from the cooking, it was also, like, taking care of the children, right, also? Yeah, Yeah. and getting, like, the the errands from the town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that typically that type of stuff. And he would always complain that he he needed more godly duties. Yeah, and he and they didn't give it to him. No, they didn't give it to him. Which is something they don't typically do to regular <clears throat> nuns. So yeah, but yeah, um, like we've stated earlier, this movie definitely like portrays like gender roles very heavily. Mm-hmm. Like someone in the uh, in the movie night pointed out the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. Which is basically this, this just this understanding where, um, this test where a movie in order for a movie to like truly like portray, no, the, to pass the test, just yeah, to pass just the to pass the test, yeah, which is just a measurement of how women like, are pers- are, per- represented, are represented, yeah. which the movie a movie should have two women in it, in which they talk to one another individually, and it's not about men. Yeah, literally, there was only one there was only one woman that was named that was actually named, and she didn't talk to anything about like literally, literally her the first the only time she talked about shit was about religion, um, about puppies, um, her favorite color is tan, (laughs) and you gotta think about the children, which is like she didn't have many lines. It's basically saying that the yeah women are are invisible in that movie. Yeah, I mean they they were. Well, there's two prominent like women roles. Yeah, there's, and they're both bad. I they mean, they portray both, them badly. Yeah, yeah. Badly. like the other woman. She, I don't even think she's named. She's not named. She's not named. But she was the um she was the lady that was going after um Escaleto or Steven at the party, and she she. She did the the fat woman trope. The predatory fat. The predatory fat woman trope. Yeah, predatory fat woman trope. When which Stephen was obviously like terrified of her, but also like kind of like eh, Mm. like kind of intrigued, but kind of scared. But um, yeah. Mm. Is there anything that you also perceived in Uh, that aspect? In terms of like uh, the gender roles of, yeah. of women, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the um, like the little orphans were all little little boys, right? Yeah, they, they were all, all the little boys. Yeah, there was no little girls in the orphanage, mm-hmm. which is weird. I would say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I mean. And I think part of, like, the reason there aren't as, as many women roles is because, like, the movie's trying to comment something about, like, what masculinity is, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what chasing, like, a, like, an unhealthy idea of masculinity or, like, where that will take you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end, even when he, like, finds out, when he, when, uh, he wins and whatever, I don't think even that is a good idea of uh, what like positive masculinity could be or whatever. Uh, it I think it's still pretty toxic. Yeah. You know. Well, I think it it, it was more so about his reason for fighting. That's what changed. Yeah, I know, that's but what, like that's what healthy masculinity is. Supposedly, right? Like he, he like changes his reason for fighting to be for, I guess, the children. Yeah. And like the girl. think about the children, think about the children. become yeah. the breadwinner. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's a uh, um, it's further perpetuating the fucking bullshit. Yeah, I think so. That that's mm. that's my idea about it too. That's interesting. What do you think? Me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought he was. He ended up in a good, <laughs> good place at the end. In good place. I mean, in ter- I mean, they do display it as a good place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like. But I, I. mean, he's still in his. He's like. He's like driving a bus around, uh, going on field trips. Yeah, that that's a good thing. With kids. Like for, like from, what he did, like how. What the movie is trying to portray, I feel like, is just trying to portray how a, a good man. A good man could be to society. A good religious man. A good... Okay, that's the song. <laughs> um, a religious man. Yeah. But, like, it just portrayed how, like, how... Um, how fucking... All forms of masculinity are just rooted into the idea that men are fucking superior. And women are just secondary. Um, even with yeah. all the... The... Um, attempts that men could become better by or improve their masculinity quote-unquote masculinity at the end of the day it's still that the whole idea of pursuing your masculinity comes from the idea that women are inferior so yeah that's just that's just the a tangent i want to say yeah i mean yeah i mean you can see throughout the movie where uh, it was mostly a, about him trying to become, uh, I guess, manlier or more respected. Yeah. As a man, you yep. know, because he, he wouldn't. He was, but he was. Uh, he was made to do all the, all the womanly duties, right? Mm. And he hated it. You yep. Know? So, I do have something to say on that, but I think it relates more to the. Say the, it. the allegory. Well, I don't know. It seems like it's kind of like the experience of the trans man. Of a trans man. Yeah. Shout out to our homie Nick for pointing this out. But um, do you want to give like the explanation that they said? 
Okay, well, I'll I'll give my ideas and then we can we can talk about the theory the, okay. the theory. Well, it, it seems like at the An beginning. Hypothesis. Well, yeah. So in the beginning of the story, Nacho is like emasculated and he's given all the like the woman roles, but then eventually, like, but inside of him, like this whole time, he he's had this idea like, oh, he wants to be a wrestler and that's his thing. Yeah. And and that's his like idea of like what being a man is, and so eventually he. He he becomes a man, but then he realizes, or I guess he becomes a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then he he achieves his I, I, idea of what being a man is, but then he realizes it's not as it's kind of it's more toxic than what he initially yeah thought it was. And the only time he really like felt like appreciation or an understanding about what sh- and what he really is is when he got godly permission, mm-hmm. which is what what our. Which is what is very, like, very showing an experience that that a lot of mm-hmm. that's a that's that's a very like big theme among like trans people. It's like yeah. that religious repression, and that that happened to be the case with Nacho too. He was, like religion as an institution prevented him from becoming a man, and or what he wanted to be. Yeah, what he wanted to be, and I suppose that's the case for a lot of trans men who. Mm. Trans people in general. Or trans people in general, yeah. But specifically, and like, as a parallel to Nacho Libre's story, yeah. trans man. Yeah. Interesting. I see how you can view it that way. Yeah. That, that, that he was, was assigned all, a... the woman, all the women's duties yeah. at the beginning of the story. But, I mean, I think, uh, while you can view it that way, I think, uh, I don't think that like that is the actual message of the movie because oh yeah you know, that, definitely not sure. because because <laughs> no. of like all the the way that mo- the women are actually portrayed in the movie yeah you know? yeah. yeah but it's an it's an allegory it's an allegory there is another interesting thing that I found very like weird about the movie is like how religion and science were like this dichotomy oh yeah they did like. Like, True. like every time um, Nacho spoke with Esqueleto or Steven, um, Steven's obviously like they made him like explicitly known that he is a atheist and he believes in science. Was it? I don't, did he say he's he an never atheist? said he was an atheist? He just said, "Oh, I believe in science." I believe in science yeah. Which I was like, "Whoa, that's that's kind of that's, that's kind of a weird portrayal of how atheists are." I believe in science. I believe in science, <laughs> but I was like, maybe is. I love it. Is this because the director is Mormon? Because this this that that is like a definitely like weird portrayal of how non-religious people are or how they how they um present themselves. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. I mean, but I I used to be like that. Wait. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people be yeah. Some you people believe in are like that. Yeah, some people are like that. Some people are like that. But people are more complex. Um, what's another thing? Oh, I, I I think we didn't get to the his robe catching on fire and being like outed as a, a wrestler, as like um, relating to like the trans or the I guess the queer experience or yeah, like um, obviously. Well, I don't know how it, I, I, that doesn't really that does. <laughs> That doesn't really fit, like, transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Wait, okay, so wait, so what are we I was going to say, I was going to talk about on other aspects of how religion... Oh, are portrayed. oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. But, like, actually, never mind. 
The next thing was that how the fire revealed his true self to the church. Oh, okay. The fire. The fire. When he was coerced, like, he was forcibly, like, he had to show himself. Forcibly outed. Yeah. As a trans man. As a trans man. Well, we're, yeah, looking at this through the lens of, like, the, like, the trans allegory. Yeah. His, like, the fire, his robe catching on fire in the church, and then it, it revealing his, like, his, uh, his wrestling outfit. It's like, okay, now he's being outed for the, the man he wants to become. Yeah. Or he was this whole time. The church was repressing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, even it's because his robes burn away too, right? Yeah. Should I mention about um the machete? Oh, the machete, yeah. So there's also this very absurd like, like event in the movie where um, one of the orphan kids, Chancho, he like when Nacho was leaving the the church after being outed. After being outed, um, Chancho just pulls out a machete from nowhere and just hands it to um to Nacho and says, "Hey, this is a uh, my sh- the like the machete my parents gave me before they passed away." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Well, I didn't really think much about it, but um, what I I don't know who call who pointed it out, but." Um, someone, like, said, like, someone referenced it to, like, how it's a, like, it's a, it's a reference to, like, indigenous rebellion. Yeah, I mean, the machete is, uh, it's, like, a pretty used, uh, symbol. Yeah. By indigenous, uh, rebellions, you know? Yeah, and. In in Mexico and South America. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought it was funny because he was gonna go out in the wilderness, right? And. I don't know. It's just sort of like it. It seems sort of like um, like a scene where he sort of like uh becomes one with nature or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's like out there, like eating shit off a cactus, and like cutting stuff with a machete, yeah. and like sleeping, making like a, a shitty ass shelter with yeah. sticks, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was like one of those like I felt like uh, it's like a decolonization yeah like a decolonization right. moment you know and he was given the machete right beforehand yeah I can see that that is yeah. right yeah. after leaving the Catholic church and then church. it becomes better yeah yeah he yeah becomes, yeah becomes yeah the Catholic church is left <laughs> wait but then he goes back to him. <laughs> yeah he goes back <laughs> he does go back he does go back he well actually no does he go back I, I mean, I he mean, takes he takes on the takes care of the kids again and and he's, like, but at the end he's wearing like this blue outfit that, and, and like he has oh that's true he's not wearing the robe he's not wearing the robe so I'm not sure did he really he go back yeah you know, he's just helping the children I, I think he's he helping have, the children but I don't know about the church he started his own church or something yeah yeah or his own orphanage or his own orphanage yeah he said fuck the church fuck the church <laughs> <laughs> yeah true I mean, but, I mean, Encarnacion is still there, so I don't think she would have left the church. I don't, well, isn't Encarnacion, isn't she supposed to be God? Yeah, Encarnacion, um, means the embodiment of the God Spirit. Yeah, we should talk about the name, the significance of the names. Well, I don't know what Ignacio, what what is, like, what does it mean, like, Breath and Fire or something? Oh my god. I, is it really? I, I feel no, like. It's, it's like a saint, right? I feel like there's something. It means fiery one. Fiery one. Fiery one. Yeah. And he does get revealed in fire. He gets revealed in fire. True. That is actually that's wow. that's actually an interesting 
Ignacio. Facts. Ignacio Ignite. Like Ignite. Yeah, yeah, of course. I didn't think about it. <laughs> because of the fire, he become he becomes who he always wanted who to he be. Always wanted to be. Or, who who always, he always was. Yeah, knew he was. Yeah. It's actually a cool name. Cool name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Ignacio in English? Um, Ignatius. It's Latin, I think. Um, the name was altered to Ignatius in the first few centuries after Christ in order to connect it with the Latin Ignis, meaning fire. Ignatius. Interesting. <clears throat> and then he's named, it's, uh, it was made famous. That's such a nasty name. A saint, what? Ignatius. Ignatius. Because it sounds like nasty. <laughs> Ignatius. Ignatius. Okay, so. Um, let's yeah, named after a. Uh, a saint who was martyred by the church. Interesting. Or martyred by, I don't know if by the church, but. Whatever. He's persecuted, I guess. That's how I think. Yeah. But that that is an interesting, like, fact to point out. Like, the names. Yeah. Um, also, this is another aspect that you should point out. The church, if you look at the church, the actual building at the um, at the town, it's in the outskirts of the of the town, and it has a lot of open land around it. Uh, and assuming that they own all that land around it, so <coughs> like just like the history of the church in Mexico, um, it is safe to assume that that church basically um, owns all that land. And all the the workers, all the obreros in the in the region, basically have to work on the land, but don't actually own it. Mm. So, um, yeah, I found that I found that interesting. Yeah. Um. Another thing, this is just like like the class, just like another aspect of politics was like how Nacho treats Esqueleto. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's really shitty. Yeah, he's awful. Like he treats him so badly. Like he, not only class but um, race, because Esqueleto is more of an indigenous man, and yeah. uh, Nacho is white. Yeah, white. Well, bi- <laughs> yeah. Bi- biracial in in the movie. No, no, in the, in the movie he's white. Like both yeah. Oh really? White. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. They were both missionaries from different places that came to Oaxaca. Yeah. yeah. And also. Ramses, he wore gold. Yeah, Ramses wore gold. He was portrayed with gold. His body was like tanned, and he was like he had the top lotions. Like he, he was like (laughs) idolized. Like it was like very on the nose. And obviously, he's he's portrayed like as a god in that movie. But um, and then Ramses means sun god. Yes, or begotten by Ra. Shoot, that's a. Good you job. Didn't know that one? That I didn't know about that. What? <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't know the meaning of name. Well, Ra, Ra is the sun god. Ramses, Ramses. But um, yeah, that's definitely like an interesting fact because, like, the movie portrayed him as a god, and that's just like a reflection of how like we treat celebrities and athletes in general. Um. So like. Yeah, fuck athletes, fuck celebrities. Um, I think um, 
who had the best. I think. I mean, who was your favorite character? Wow, Nacho. Nacho. Yeah, I think it's gonna go to Nacho. Well, I love Nacho's like. I'm the gatekeeper of my own destiny, and I will enjoy mm-hmm. my glory days. I like, I like, I like Esqueleto's leading. I, I, uh, I trust science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just science. science. Not just a lot of cool things. It's so funny. Yeah, I like Chancho. Chancho, yes. uh, Chancho, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but maybe. Well, wait, wait. Do you think the movie tried to portray Chancho and Nacho as like fat solidarity? Yeah, I was gonna bring okay. that up because it, it, it did seem like fat solidarity. It did kind of seem yeah because because Chancho, Chancho was the outlier of all the kids. Yeah, yeah it's true. That's that's interesting. That's funny. But um, Chanchito. good for that. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. um... Is there any other, like, thoughts that you have? Like, for me, like, this is not even, like, related to, like, the actual, like, theme or the story. I just love how the movie is produced. It's, like, one of the... Oh, how it looks? How it looks. Cinematography? It's amazing. So good. It's amazing. It's so good. That's, like, the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. It looks so beautiful. I'm like, damn, I want to go to that town. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not fancy. It's It's not fancy. It's so simple. But it's like, I don't know. It just reminds me of home. Yeah. I, uh, I grew up in a town like that, kind of. And you just walk around at night. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it's dark like that, you know? Yeah, it's just it's just nostalgic. Uh, yeah, it's just nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah. True. I, I did like the theme, the Religious Man song. Oh, yeah. The Religious Man. Yeah, what's the significance of that? <laughs> well, uh, for me, I I don't really care about the lyrics. It's just like it sounds like he's a he's a religious man. He's a religious man, and like the lyrics are like kind of bad. Oh really? Um, or it's just like he doesn't need to say I am a religious man. No, let me. I know. am a man. I am a man. No, it's man. like the actual verse, not the not the, yeah, the yeah, chorus. Yeah. Well, I I, I did want to say the original. I think theory was specifically just. It represents the queer experience, or is an allegory? Uh, uh, queer allegory. But I, I do think to be more specific, it, it seems like it's an allegory for the, the experience of the trans man. I think it's an allegory for the uh, toxic uh, religious man. Religious man. Yeah, toxic religious man allegory. That's even more specific. <laughs> it's way. It's it's bad. I mean, like toxic if, religious if you, man. If you actually like take everything into consideration, right? Like. The portrayal of women in the movie, like what he actually achieved and why he achieved it in the movie, is not like a good uh, thing, you know. Well, I I see what you mean. Yeah, and it's also because a lot of uh, I guess ideas of masculinity across different cultures are largely informed by Christianity, Christian ideas of like what a man is supposed yeah. to. Yeah, both sides of what he, so like both the good. Uh, portrayal of masculinity in the movie and the bad portrayal, like so, like the what is considered good and what is considered bad were both, uh, basically, you know, um, defined by what Christianity defines a yeah. a man to be, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just like 
Uh, I think it's pretty. It's like that. It's simple, but you can find the other stuff in it. You know, like the 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 trans allegory and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Wait, what was the, what's the simple message in the film? Be a good man. <laughs> <laughs> be a good man. Be a good man. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be happy. Yeah. And whatever you know, I think that's the the simplest message I got of it. I don't know. Or just be a good person. Just be a better, or get your priorities straight. Yeah, there you go. Get your damn priorities straight. That's it. You're the gatekeeper of your own destiny. <laughs> yeah. You're the you're the gatekeeper of my own destiny. <laughs> so funny. Do you have any other thoughts? Any other comments? Don't buy a. Don't spend the. The. Money for food and uh, fancy shoes. Oh yeah, true. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? <laughs> also, I I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like point out too much, but like the money in the movie, like they 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 talked about pesos like as if it was dollars, and I was like, it was funny. That was weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'm nitpicking now. Um, do you have any other? Like final thoughts about the movie? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie. That's what it was. It was a movie made in a society. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it is a reflection of society because it was made in society. Yeah. Because we live in a society. And how did it affect <laughs> society? It was influential? I think so. <laughs> for me it was for you it was when I was little because mm-hmm. I love wrestling did it uh influence the way you thought of yourself <laughs> no <laughs> no you don't think so your favorite movie doesn't change the way you think of yourself um I think now now or then when I first saw it in your personality in general I guess maybe like because I kind of like um not giving a fuck like how he not gives a fuck. Okay. And how he's silly and I like like his silliness. Yeah. That he tries to portray. I like that type of silliness. Okay. But other than that, <laughs> like the movie is kinda like not really. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't want that. <clears throat> I don't know, he's a he's an inspiring figure. He does good motivational speaking. Good motivational. Yeah. One liners. One liners. A lot of one liners. Like, if I was Chanquito's age, and then I saw the movie, I'd be like, wow, I want to be that. Mm. I think I was maybe too old to, for it to influence yeah, too much. Yeah, I don't really think much about it. I like the song. I've, the liked, song? I've liked the song my whole life. <laughs> I, I also like the song. Nice. It's a catchy song. It's a good song. Um, Especially with the movie. I think it comes in so perfectly. Yeah. At so many times. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, there's another thing we should have talked about. Um, and it was like how it parallels like the the Exodus story in the Bible. Oh, what? really? Well, yeah. The what was it like? What's the Exodus? Story? Hold on. Wait, it doesn't even matter. Like we can say it. It this movie, this this episode, like the only people that are really gonna listen to it are like the people that are like, eh, I don't give a shit. It's disorganized. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Let, let what is it? it. Um, what is it? I think it was like LinkedIn or maybe not. 
Yeah, I remember someone linked it. I think it was like Nick or. Yeah. I don't really know the Exodus story, to be honest with you. I don't know either. Um, it was when uh, all the Israelites are freed from slavery in Egypt. And they they walked the desert for 50 years. Yeah, they walked, yeah, they walked the desert. I didn't even know that. And I was... I knew the 50. I don't know if that's right, though. It's 40. It's 40. Yeah. 40. Damn. Wait, let me see if I can find this. That was pretty close. It's taking a while. When was this? Okay, yeah. Movies about religious figure is exiled to the desert who returned to his adopted culture to use supernatural gifts to defeat a merciless and powerful man named Ramses, allowing the religious figure to lead his people on a highly anticipated field trip. And then, like, the list of movies is The Ten Commandments, The Prince of Egypt, and Nacho Libre. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he does use supernatural powers, right, at the end? Uh, is that supernatural powers? Dude, I did you see him fly all the way <laughs> from this? No, those are just camera angles. Yeah, okay. it's the eagle powers. I mean, it's the eagle powers. <laughs> it's the eagle powers. Supernatural uh, powers. Supernatural powers. Yeah. Well, that well that that was another interesting thing because that wasn't Plus, a religious thing that was given to him. It was like a spiritual. It was like a the guru outside of the, his Christian religion. Yeah. Yeah, it was that white guru. They gave him the, the, the eagle, eagle eggs. Yeah. Well, he didn't give it to him, but he, like, directed it. Yeah. And he climbed it, and he ate it. Yes. Because, like, wow, maybe... But, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I could see that being intentional because the guy was very religious that made the movie. Uh, I don't know if he's, like, really... Oh, well, what, I mean, is it? well, we know his religious... I know he's Mormon. Mormon. That's oh, all yeah, I know. Is he currently, or was it... That, to me, is Mormon. very religious. Yeah. Yeah. Mormon. <laughs> yeah. It means to me that you're very religious. Uh, at the very least, that your 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 thought process is very shaped by religion. Just to wrap things up, I wanted to just uh like finish off this year because this is gonna be our last episode of the year, and hey. I just wanted to and like, we'll be we'll be reborn in fire and rise. Yeah, from we'll, just, <laughs> we'll rise from. <laughs> no. Oh. No, <laughs> no, 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 that out. Rebirth, no. rebirth. We, we, we. He misspoke. Rebirth. New year, new year, new. Us. New, new year, new. Something special is happening. New year. New year, new, um, new heat. But um, something special is happening. <laughs> Cut that in my part out. Sorry. It's um, a little bleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you can. I yes, know. yes, I'll do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, something, something exciting is gonna happen real soon from us but um i just wanted to like um recognize like this past year because um like literally i didn't think this podcast was going to be anywhere if it weren't for um it becoming part of metro so i very much like appreciate you suggesting like hey we should make this podcast part of metro and then like um i very much like I very much appreciate all the the interest that is like went around this project. So um I'm very much grateful and thank you guys for like adding like a new spark to this because honestly um yeah, I I this podcast would not be here without you guys. So I very much thank you guys and I thank all the listeners 
for listening because you know what listening to me i can't do that shit <laughs> <laughs> um but I listen to the podcast i read to yeah, yeah, wait yeah, you guys yeah, do yeah, yeah. yeah well i edited it so okay word yeah i guess that makes, sense. that makes sense i listen to it a lot actually like the same episodes <laughs> really <laughs> yeah wow that's funny i've listened to the same episode a couple times i listened to the same few episodes i think I don't know, it just feels good. It feels good, yeah. yeah. I guess that's fair. I'd be laughing. <laughs> I'd be laughing with myself. You know how you're all dressed? Yeah, good. I forgot I, make, I, I forgot I said that. <laughs> I think I should do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, this, I think this is just the beginning. Yeah, this is the beginning. Yeah. 2021 was good, but 2022 is going to be better. Next level. It's going to be level. next level. We got lots of ideas. And we're... We're lots excited. of guests, lots of girls, and topics. Yeah, yes. our, yeah, we got some big episodes coming up. I yeah. think it's gonna be nice. It's exciting. Yeah. So um yeah um so do do you want to introduce? Yeah, I'll like, do the I'll do the garden. So okay. we we garden at three p.m. Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically like an hour or two. Yeah. Uh, depending on the day and what there is to do. Uh, so yeah, just like hit us up on on any of our social media. At Metro uh, ASU. At Metro ASU. And uh, we'll get you in contact with Nikki. She's the garden captain. Sure. Uh, and next uh, Saturday, next week, we're going to be replanting all of our crops because I think we had some bad seeds and haven't been sprouting. So mm-hmm. it's been two weeks. So we're going to replant some shit. So, yeah. Sure. Well, um, if you just want to learn more information about Mecha or stay updated to the podcast, just follow us up at TasteWPod or at Mecha ASU. And well, that is all. The struggle continues. Venceremos. Venceremos.
That's why I think 